Welcome to the Career Champions Podcast, the podcast that brings the Black woman's career experience to the table, uncensored and uncut. If you are seeking comfortable conversations about office politics, you will not find that here. If it's the raw truth that you're looking for about the experiences of Black working women, then put on your headphones and get ready to champion your career. Hey there, champions. It's me, Teddy Renee. And I'm not even going to call this an episode. I am just going to put this here out there for whoever is listening, whoever's tuning in. I found myself today standing in a full circle moment in my life. And I felt compelled to, you know, put an episode out today, but throughout the day, I just couldn't put it together in an organized way. I decided I was going to do it tomorrow. And then I had a conversation, um, essentially a revelation, but really just a reminder. And I just was like, you know what, let me just go and share this message because tomorrow someone may have already made a decision uh, that goes against what they truly, truly know that they are supposed to be doing to take their life to the place where they want it to be. So here I am. Um, It is not that late, but we are, it is what, about 9.30 Eastern Standard Time um, on August 31st. And what I want to say is, yes, we will continue to experience situations and circumstances in a new costume or new uniform until we learn the lessons that we are supposed to learn so that we can move on to the next chapter. And sometimes we don't even realize that we are repeating a lesson until we get to the end, until we get to that full circle moment, until we get to the place where we look back and say, I've been here before. And this time is different. And that feels amazing. (laughs) Like I am recently moved into my new home. Um, Still unpacking boxes. We'll be unpacking for the remainder of the week. And I am (laughs) recently just accepted a new role for a new job. And I'm thinking back to how Two and a half years ago, I was in the same exact spot. I was doing the same exact thing. I was um, sitting, excuse me, I was sitting in my new home, excited about what that meant as far as what I had accomplished, what I had um, overcome, and the success that I'd had up to that point, and how this was going to be such a life changer for me, right? I was sitting here um, just excited because I just started this new job, which had been a goal to work for this company. And it was such a reputable organization and everyone in tech knew the name. And I was just going to have this amazing career. And, you know, this is where I can see myself retiring from, right? Um, Even in my personal life, like my relationships, I was (laughs) holding on to a thread of what 
something that was falling apart that was clearly intended to be removed from my life. And what's different this time from that time is that relationship, that friendship, that um, shit at this point, it, it's clear that that codependency, maybe even a trauma bond, just that thing led to so much hardship, so much struggle, so much stress, so many hurdles and challenges over the last two and a half years where I was supposed to be starting my life over, you know, stepping into the next phase of my life, um, just enjoying the fruits of my labor and my accomplishments and just beaming with pride. Here I was an emotional wreck most of the time because I chose to hold on to something that I needed to let go of. Fast forward two and a half years, not only did I need to let go of that relationship still, and to be honest, that relationship let go of me um, months ago. <laughs> months ago. It's crazy when you go back and look at your journals and see like there's nothing in my life that I have not asked for, including the things and the people that were removed from it, right? We all say, you know, that prayer, God, please remove anyone or anything that is against me, that is not for me, that is not aligned with me, that is, you know, not what it may seem. You know the conversations that I do not hear. You know the truths that I do not see. Protect me. And reading back on those journal posts and those prayers and things and looking at my life now, seeing all of the things that I was holding on to in my career, all the things that I was holding on to as far as my businesses, all the things I was holding on to as far as my finances, now that I have let them go, just how freeing it is, how much peace I have, how light I feel I've gotten some things back that I didn't even realize I'd lost, like crazy things about just me and who I am and, you know, the things that I enjoy. Didn't even know they were gone. Didn't even notice them because I was so busy being exhausted and distracted with all of these things that I held on to in my life that were not serving me were not going towards my higher good that were fraudulent in a lot of cases um and that looked good on paper but didn't feel good and so <laughs> my job was one of those things that triggered a lot of this change i could not focus on my relationships. I had to step away from them because I had to focus on work. I had to deal with the stuff that was happening there. I had to manage my stress, my anxiety, my just the the, the pure depletion of joy <laughs> that I was experiencing. And I could not take on anything else. And that space and that separation allowed truths to show up in every aspect of my life. And I'm so grateful for that because had it not been for that, I would probably still be holding on to all of those things, just trying not to, to fail, trying not to feel like I lost something, trying not to, you know, feel like I'm, I'm less than because I couldn't maintain those things. And those things were things that I prayed for before and that God gave me. And, you know, now, 
they've gone from God things to good things. And I missed what God was doing in my life because I was so focused on what he had done in the past with those things, by giving me those things. And I am just here to tell anyone who is listening to anyone who may be struggling with letting go of something that God gave you before, but is trying to separate you from now to let go, release it, walk away. It is by far the hardest thing, one of the hardest things in the world to let go of something that you prayed for and that you received because that thing no longer serves you. That thing is no longer moving you towards your highest good. That thing is no longer providing the abundance for you. That thing is no longer the path of least resistance for you. That thing may now be the most resistant path for you. And God is trying to tell you to let it go. And if you are someone like me, and I mean, you listen to me, so you're probably a little similar in some ways. Um, I would bet money to say that you are somewhat of a control freak. You like to know things. You like to know what's going to happen next. You like to plan. You don't like to leave too much stuff to chance. You are just someone who, even if you aren't the decision maker, you still want to have knowledge, right? I am there with you. Not knowing has been the biggest struggle, but not knowing is absolutely what is intended right now. So let go, let go of the need to know, let go of, you know, the things that were blessings to you from your source that are now a a hindrance, detrimental to your path. It happens. (laughs) It sucks. But who you are now and who you are stepping into no longer need those things. They no longer need that job. They no longer need that relationship. They no longer need that friendship. They no longer need those financial obligations or responsibilities. They don't need that. The person you are stepping into and becoming, that man, that woman that you want to be, does not need that stuff. That stuff is not helping you become them. It is keeping you back. A decision is a very powerful thing. It can either propel you towards or keep you from your destiny, your desires, your dream, the person that you want to be, the highest version of yourself. A decision is a very powerful thing. But luckily for us, For us all, for me, for you, and anyone else listening, today is a great day to make a different decision. Today is a great day to choose differently. You, As long as you are breathing, you can change directions. And it's not easy. It is hard. It is emotional. It is lonely. But it is so refreshing. It's so rewarding and super cliche. It's worth it. It really is worth it. And I am, you know, straight shooter. I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm very honest. I, tell, I, <laughs> um, I only lie to people I don't respect. So 
yeah, there's that. And I've kind of grown out of that because I just don't talk to people I don't respect. Um, so there's that. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, um, let go. Let go. Move on. You know, quit the job. In the relationship. Put some distance. Don't respond. Whatever it is that you're struggling with. The answer is walk away. Walk away your life will be better for it. And here's the here's the kicker, right? If you truly 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 care about this thing, if this thing is so important to you, you have to let it go. Because the fear of losing it will surely make you lose it. There has been nothing in my life that I've ever put word the word fear, afraid or scared in front of that was not taken away from me, that was did not become my reality, right? I have, remember saying, you know, I, what am I going to do? I can't be unemployed. How would I take care of the kids? I'm so afraid only to be on unemployment, <laughs> right? Um, you know, I'm afraid to lose you. You're my best friend, only for that friend to walk out of my life. Like every single thing, that I have ever said I was afraid of, that I feared, that scared me has become my reality. And I believe that that is because, again, God has not given us a spirit of fear. That is the enemy. So if God knows that there is something that the enemy can use against us, he will prepare us to fight that battle. And fighting that battle means what you're scared of, now you're going to face it. And I teach this to my kids. If you're scared of something, we're going to face it head on. Because once you get rid of that fear, it doesn't own you anymore. It doesn't control you anymore. It can't manipulate you. It can't gaslight you. It can't lead you, distract you, any of that. Get rid of the fear. So if you are afraid of losing something, let it go. If you're afraid of what the next step might be or, or what might happen if you move on from that job, from that relationship, from those financial obligations, do it anyway. If for no other reason than to prove to yourself that you can and you can still survive, that you can and you can become better from it, that you can and the world will still go on because a lot of fear is rooted in the unknown, right? And as control freaks, we like to know things. If we don't know shit, sometimes we get a little anxious. We get a little scared. It could be make us a little angry. All of that is just fear showing up in very different ways and distracting us, taking us off track from where we're supposed to be going. Do not let fear win. So to anyone out there struggling with the decision, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, the answer is walk away. Let it go. And when it is ready, if it is yours, it will come back. And it, if it is not yours, something better will come in its place. And if it is yours and it comes back, it will be better when it comes back. There is no lose here. Only lessons. So, yeah, I know that was a lot, but I am just enjoying my full circle moment. I am very proud of me. <laughs> I am learning a lot about who I am as this 
36 year old adult. I knew who I was at 17. I knew who I was at 22. And then so many things happened. And somewhere along the way, I thought I knew who I was. I thought I knew what I was doing, but I didn't. Not like I know myself now. And I am grateful and blessed to be able to recognize and acknowledge that. I I truly am. It is a true sign of growth when you can look at yourself and say, damn, what was you doing? You know, you look at yourself in your old outfit, you'd be like, oh my God, what was you wearing? Like, seriously, what was you, what were you doing with your life? Learning lessons. That's what I was doing. Learning a lot of lessons, lessons that I am able to share with you and friends, family, those connected to me, my children. And I am just truly, truly grateful. I am so happy. There is so much joy in my heart and the peace, like peace, man, like real peace. I um I saw this, um, I think it was on TikTok. It was like a tweet or whatever. Let me see what I have on my phone. It was a video. And the guy was reading a, a quote from Facebook. And the quote says, um, it says, you can't truly call yourself peaceful unless you are capable of great violence. If you're not capable of violence, you're not peaceful you're harmless. Important distinction. And the gentleman goes on to talk about why it's important that that distinction is made. And I thought to myself, like, I truly am at peace with a lot of things. Younger versions of myself, former versions of myself would have reacted in such extremes. Emotional violence is a thing. And now when things happen, there's this wisdom and this silence and just this moment. I call it the pause that allows me to kind of play out worst case scenario in my mind so I don't have to actually react in reality. And it's something that I didn't realize I did as often as I did it until today when I heard, I watched this TikTok and I was listening, I read the tweet and I was like, wow. Like, you are really an adult adult. Like, you're grown, right? You know how when you're a kid and they say, like, when you're an adult, you can do what you want. And you're like, well, I'm going to cuss this person out and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And that was my youth, right? That was kind of just whatever. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. But now I'm just at this place where it's like, I could do that. But for, for what? What would be the benefit? What would be the gain of that? If I did that, does it? Is there a chance that that makes the situation better? Is there a chance that I get what I want without imposing on someone's will or manipulating them? Like, you know, is it, is there a chance that this actually helps the situation? Because if not, then I'm not going to do it. And I'm at, I'm not going to say I'm a hundred percent, definitely not a hundred percent. I still have my moments where you know, word vomit happens first and then I got to, you know, pull it back, say some apologies, you know, undo the damage. But, you know, things that I decided to keep to myself, I 
have shared with people only to say, you know what, this is why you said you were going to keep it to yourself. They didn't need to know that because it's not an issue. It's already handled, whatever. Why poke the bear when he can hibernate, you know? So I am, I don't know. I'm just (sighs) full circle moment, full circle moment. Be proud be proud of yourself. Be proud of what you've accomplished. Be proud of who you are today. You are not the same person you were yesterday. The price absolutely is not the same uh, for access to you. You are evolving. You are growing. And I'm talking to myself right now, but I'm also talking to you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. And you need to make sure that you know that you're proud of you and that you're not just looking for other people to say that they're proud of you to validate or to confirm or to yeah confirm your accomplishments and it's nice to say that you're proud of other people but make sure that with the same amount of enthusiasm and support and encouragement that you're telling your family and friends that you're proud of them that you tell yourself i blow myself kisses and i tell myself i'm proud of me and i cuddle with myself and i hug myself because i am proud of me I am have always tried to be a supportive friend and be there for other people in their time of need, only to find myself alone when I needed it. And even at work, right? Supporting other people, helping them with their deliverables and things, only to be struggling to finish mine. And not saying that I 100% stop that, but I make sure that with the same enthusiasm and the same vigor and the same, you know, just sheer desire that I want to help other people, I make sure that I help myself as well. And I help myself first and I don't feel bad about it and I don't feel remorse about it and I don't feel regret about it. And it feels amazing. And I am proud of myself for that. And I am proud of you for listening to this and for taking these words and hopefully applying them to you for thinking about this this episode, this message tomorrow, for thinking about this next week, for coming back and playing this in two months and saying, damn, that's exactly what I needed to hear. God, you knew that I needed to hear that. Thank you for dropping this podcast in my life. Like, seriously, I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know who this is for. It's for me right now. Just a little emotional purging. And I'm just so damn proud of me. So much has happened and here I am. And I'm pretty sure that you can look at your life and say the same thing. So why are you wasting your time? Why are you considering settling for less than you want? Here's a, another example. So um, when I was looking for my house, I told my realtor exactly what I wanted, right? And I said, I want um, a big bathroom with a, a soaking tub. I want a four and a half uh, bedroom, but I don't have to have the fourth bedroom uh, I said I wanted four bedrooms, a two and a half bath, but I don't have to have the fourth bedroom if there's a space that I can use for my office. I want a two car garage. I want a big old yard, like an acre, right? I said, don't even have to be fenced in. I said, and I want a colonial style house with a wraparound porch. And then boom, we go to the first house. Did it have everything? No, but guess what? I tried to make an offer. Why? Because it was nice. And because I could fix it and because I could make it what I want it to be. And God said, no, <laughs> God said, nope, mm-mm, no. And then I went to the second house and I was like, eh, I don't really like this one. And then we went to a third house and I was like, Ooh, 
well, this one's nice. And we're getting kind of close to the date that I need to actually put it off her in so I can like move by the time I need to move because time is a thing and kids start school and we need to be back in Charles County so they can start the first day of school and all these things. Considerations making me rethink what I wanted. These, all these considerations, all these reasons to settle for less. So we saw a third house and I said, okay, I really like this one. Eh, this needs a little work. It's a little more work than I expected for this. A little bit for this. I mean, it has really good bones. We could do the, the, whatever, 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 right? Put an offer in. And God said, no. Mm-mm. And I said, oh my God, why is this so hard? Like everything's here and oh my God. And it's not even that people are buying it. It's just that these things are wrong and we can't. No, it doesn't fit the program that you're in and blah, 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 whatever. So we go see another house. And when I say this house was perfect, it was so perfect. I didn't cut on faucets. I didn't open up cabinets. I just walked around and said, this is it. This is the one. I could hear it. I could see the kids running around. I could see the dog running around. And I said, I really like this house. And my realtor said, I like it for you. And it had everything I had. It had a two-car garage. It had one acre of land. It had um, three bedrooms, but there's a little room off the side with, with enough space to sit and also make my office space. It had um, this really nice bay window. It was a colonial-style home with the wraparound porch. And when we got here, it had, like, rocking chairs on it and I, and the, the setups for, like, the swinging, the swing, right? The, the swing bench, swinging bench, whatever. And I said, this is my house. And she said, yep, it is. And we put an offer. And then so many other things kind of got in the way. At the end of the day, we are home. But it just reminded me of how circumstances of life get in the way and convince us. We convince ourselves to settle for less than what we want and less than what we deserve. Similar to that, um, I told you guys earlier, I uh, just recently accepted an offer at a new job for several reasons I was ready to, um, time to move on from my current job. And I got my offer at the new place. And I said, Oh, this is an amazing offer. It was exactly what I I asked for. And they weren't trying to pay that much at first and came up on their own. Like I didn't even have to negotiate. It was just like, all right, well, after all of that, you know, instead of this number, we're thinking now we're thinking more like this number and that's within your range how do you feel about it? And I was like, oh, let me think about it. (laughs) And I thought about it and I was like, oh my God, this is great. And I get to do this and all these great things come with it. And I can do this career path and I can just see this and yes. And immediately at my current job, hey, I'm going to nominate you for this program. I'm going to nominate you for that. And here's a new role here. I think you'd be great for it. All these opportunities started opening up and it's like, oh, this was available all this time. Oh, okay. And then, you know, the issues I was having with like my leadership and things like all of a sudden, all these solutions are coming and it's just like, is it just really perfect timing or is it the enemy? Right. And I said, okay, why do I keep on going back and forth? I know I'm supposed to go. I know I'm supposed to do this. I know I'm supposed to close the door on this. This chapter is over. It's just been too much. And you know, I have everything I asked for. I got all the signs I needed. Why am I still fluctuating? I struggle with letting go, if you guys can't tell. 
And I had people talking to me. We don't want you to go, but we understand. And let me see if we can make a counter offer. And um, here's our counter. And, you know, if you decide to stay, blah, 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 blah. And all the while, while I'm waiting for counter offer and all those things, I'm constantly changing. Well, in order to stay, they would have to offer me this, this, and this. And every day they went by, it kind of changed and it got a little lower. And I set the bar lower and lower and lower and lower. And then one day I said, no, if there is not a match or better, the answer is no. And even up until they told me what the counter was, I still was kind of going back and forth. And I was like, "Mm." and I sat here as I was um, moving the other day and said to myself, is it everything that you want? And the answer was no. And that was the final decision. No, it is not everything I want. It is not everything I deserve. Therefore, I will not settle. My prayer for you, my hope for you, is that in any and every aspect of your life that you decide that it is not what you want, nor is it what you deserve, and that you will not settle. I'm not settling anymore. I refuse. Life is too short, too precious, and I'm too fucking great at work, at home, in relationships, as a mother, as a parent, as a co-parent, as a friend, as a lover, as a, as a sister, as a I, in everything that I do, I am too damn good of a person to settle for less than what I want and what I deserve because I'm realistic, right? And I know that, that I will put in the work to get to where I need to be to deserve what I want. And I'm going to do the work and I'm going to do the hard thing. And that's just me. So whatever you're struggling with, walk away. Don't settle for less than you want or less than you deserve. And until next time, happy hunting champions. Indeed.